You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Family Matters. Time for our Family Matters feature. And today, I want us to look at the dynamics of parenting when you are older. Are you currently parenting and you are older? Whatever definition of old you want to use. There are different reasons and circumstances why people have children when they are much older. Some people deliberately delay entering parenthood. Maybe because... They're still studying or they've just started a new career. They're starting a business. They're waiting to be financially stable. But for some people, it's because they've really struggled with conceiving. So what are the dynamics of raising children when you are older? I'd like to hear what your experiences are on 011-883-0702. And if you've got some tips to share with our listeners, please do so. You can send us WhatsApp voice notes as well on 072-702-1702. I've heard that many of these children, the emotional texture of their childhood and their experiences in early adulthood are quite different from those of their peers whose parents are younger. As you know, when you get older, you tend to understand the world much better than you did when you were younger. And that can really help in your parenting styles. But there are other dynamics as well, like the generational gap. There are people who feel, I cannot connect because we are so far apart in terms of our age. There are health concerns as well, people who are concerned that what if I get sick? You know when you get older, we are more vulnerable in terms of our health. And just the idea that I will be leaving my child, um, possibly because of this ill health, um, is, is one that is really devastating. So your experiences, please, on parenting when you are much older, 011-883-0702. You can send a WhatsApp voice note as well on 072-702-1702. Uh, Nozipo uh, Mbata is our guest this morning who's joining us via Zoom. Nozipo, good morning. Thank you for making time. Good morning, Clarence, and good morning to 702 listeners. Thank you for having me. Grateful to have made the time. So we've spoken on the show in the past about people who decide or because of circumstances, but not necessarily their decisions, they have had when they were younger. And, and this is like a follow-up of, on, on that conversation. Let's just start off with the challenges that often come with parenting when you are much older. Yeah, I mean, as you said earlier, Clement, that it is, you know, it's different circumstances that people have children when they um, are much older. And the challenges that are, they're so big. I mean, it starts off, first of all, by sometimes comparing yourself to other parents who are much younger and you're like, oh my goodness, my child has got an older parent. So you try so much, you know, so many things to overcompensate. So it's either the child will be the one who is taking charge in the house because you are so, um, you know, you tell yourself, oh, you know, I'm much older parents, so I'm going to do things differently. And I didn't like what my parents did when I was growing up. So you try by all means to do not what your parents did. And then you find yourself on the opposite end of the spectrum where you become so permissive that you allow your child to do what they like. And there's the lack of boundaries. Mm. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is sometimes, you know, we find, you know, as a parent, you are saying, oh, my my goodness, I don't have access to any of these technology. I didn't have it when I was growing up and my child has got like a completely different world. And you just challenged in terms of immersing yourself in the world of your child. 
Um, and sometimes your child is just saying, my mom is just too old, it's their way or the highway, or my dad is too old. They want to, you know, it's their way. They want to bring in their own way. They're not listening to what I have to say. And then there's that, you know, it causes so much of a disconnection now between the parents and the child because of that generational mm. gap. And sometimes actually what does actually even old mean? So it's like a huge, you know. Exactly. It's really, uh, and it's all relative. Yeah. And um, it's really about also like what we attach to what that number is. If I'm 50 or I'm 60 and I've got a 10-year-old like. Yeah. It's just, you know, yeah. Yeah, and there are people who are just over 30 and they feel, I am older now. I could have done this in my mid-20s, but I've decided to wait. So again, that's why I said whatever old means to you, because as you say, it's quite relative. (laughs) But does that parenting style change with age? So in other words, like if you've got a 10-year-old, would you parent them differently um, when you are a young parent to when you are an older parent? Yeah, I think when you become an older parent, you also have obviously been around for longer. You've got your own world view of how the world works, your own inherent beliefs that you're carrying. And what causes the friction if you as the parent now trying to inflict your own beliefs on a child and saying that, you know, I am, I've been in this world for so much longer. I know how this works so i'm not interested in what you have to say as you as a 10 year old i actually um you're going to listen to me and then that causes a whole other thing you know where the child is feeling not seen not heard and not understood and there becomes then the challenge between the parent and child relationship Mm, sure and are there any psychological issues that come with being an older parent to a newborn baby um, I would say, I mean, it really, uh, it depends on a person's how much they've made sense of their own upbringing as well. Because very often we know whether you're an older parent or not, what is, you know, what makes you the parents you, you want to be is having made sense of your own childhood and saying, what am I taking on from how my parents raised me? What am I leaving behind? And then if psychologically you've worked through, regardless of whether you're 40, 50, 60, if you've managed to form that coherent narrative and said, you know what, these are the dynamics that I am bringing, this is what I'm leaving behind, then you're not so anxious and causing your own drama around the, 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 your age and it becoming a hindrance in you parenting your child the way that you, mm. want, you want to parent them. Mm. Oh, uh, at some point, I want us to, to talk about the impact on the children themselves and, and whether there's, in fact, any difference um, whether they're, they're raised by an older or a younger parent. I want to take your experiences now on 011-883-0702. We are talking about the dynamics of parenting when you are older with Nozi Pombata, who is a parenting coach. Uh, let's start with your calls and then we'll take your voice notes on 072-702-1702. Martin, you're calling us from Randberg. Good morning. Hi, Clement. Hey, Martin, how's uh, it? All right, all right, man. Mm. Uh, you guys talk about too many things that I, I impact my life. You know, <laughs> let's stop this now. Um, well. So, yeah, I'm 58, so i got a two-year-old son. Yeah. So, I think when I look at it, yeah, there are those physical things where, you know, I still feel young. I don't feel like I'm 58. I still feel young, but there they are issues with, like, the knees, you know, like the, the arthritis. So playing soccer is kind of, you know, not as long as it should be. 
Um, and then the weird thing for me is you say parenting styles change. I, I think what has happened is my parenting style hasn't changed. I'm mm. kind of wedged back then. Yeah. But the way the world parents has changed. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Uh, so when I was growing up and the things that I had to do when, you know, I mean, I got a daughter, she's 22 now. Yeah. So, you know, I was, I'm, I'm like a disciplinarian. I'm like, you know, this is how it's done and that's, there's no parameters. Whereas nowadays there's a lot more leeway and, you know, we don't beat the crap out of our kids. We actually put them in timeouts mm. and speak to them nicely. So that's changed a lot yeah. you know, for me. So do you find that you're more easy on the two-year-old than you were on, on your daughter who's now 20, what, 22? Um, I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to think so. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, I, no, I don't know. I'll tell you something. There's things he does that, like, that make me get, like, wooden really quickly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> These boys, hey, he seems busy. Ah, man, that's the one thing I didn't anticipate. Yeah. Also, having had a girl first was one thing, because girls, to me, are a lot more placid and quiet and all of that. Boys are just so busy. They don't stop. They're like up and down, up and down, up and down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, I think I'm a little bit more calm. Mm. As you you age, you're calmer. And you also, you don't sweat the small stuff. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, ah, well, that's nothing. You know, leave that. Let it slide. Yeah, yeah oh, that's fascinating. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you for calling, Martin. Thank you for sharing that experience with, with us. That's Martin um, Pelders. Um, he's 58 and says he's got a two-year-old. You know, I was thinking now, uh, Nozipo, and, and I hope I don't sound like I'm, I'm, I'm saying people who are over 50 are like grandparents. That's not all I'm saying. But what I wanted, yeah. to, what I wanted yeah. to say is when I, when I look at like my grandparents or even my uncles and aunts who are around the 58 just over 60 they're so easygoing like they're so calm compared to when you're comparing that to how we were raised um you know when when our parents were were, were much probably much younger is that a thing that as you age you're becoming more calmer like the things that would ordinarily irritate you if you were 30 or 32 Ah, you let them pass and you find other ways to deal with them without necessarily like being so irritable and, and raising your voice and being so harsh. Yeah, I think maturity does have a I mean, find me a grandmother who is strict. <laughs> Absolutely. They've been there, done that, have their children that they were strict with. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then now when I also think you know, with age comes that um, sense of maturity mm. where you care less about what other people think about your approach to life in general and your approach to parenting that you're not under so much pressure because, I mean, most of the pressures that parents also face is worried about what everybody else is going to think rather than them parenting the child that's in front of them, mm. you know, and just the amount of judgments that exist. And I think when people get older and that maturity is like, you know what, it is what it is. And it just alleviates so much pressure as well. When you are calmer, your nervous system is calm, mm. you're able to meet the child where they at and that sense of presence, you're able to access it a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, it's tw- it's 22 yeah 22 minutes after 11 o'clock when we come back we'll continue this chat with nozi pombata and then we'll take more of your calls your whatsapp voice notes as well i want to hear from uh, from the children maybe you're not a, ch- a child now but i want to hear from people that were raised uh, by parents who were also much older what impact did that ha- did that have on you what did you notice about your parents style right of parenting compared to 
how maybe your friends were being raised and parented by their parents who were much younger than yours. I'd like to hear those experiences as well. After the break. 702 Family Matters. 24 minutes after 11 o'clock, we are in conversation with Nozi Pombata, who's a parenting coach, and we're talking about the dynamics of parenting when you are older. What are you noticing that's different about how you are parenting your children now at the older ages that you're at compared to how you parented your much older children because you were much younger? I'd like to hear your, your experiences. 011 883-0702. Your WhatsApps are also coming through on 072-702-1702. Hi there, Clement. Cade here. Um, I was born to older parents. So I was born 1970. My mom was 45, I think, when I was born. As a kid, it's not nice. Um, a lot of people thought that my parents were my grandparents. Um, yeah, it's just very difficult. It's just difficult. I think that the, the gap, the generation gap is so big. Um, don't get me wrong, my parents loved me, but it also left me very exposed with regards to uh, my dad dying when I was very young, I was only nine, and my mm-hmm. mom dying when I was 27. So, <clears throat> you know, you, you don't get that, that full life with them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a stepdad to three young kids, I'm 52, my, my stepkids are 12, 9 and 8, and it is challenging, as much as I love them, it's very, very challenging. Um, but that being said, I wouldn't change it. Mm. Oh, some valid points being raised there, Nozipo. I mentioned earlier when I started the show that some of the other dynamics include that generational gap, right? When you even dropped off at school or their their meetings, your friends are thinking that, you know, those are your grandparents. Um, and I don't know how that can may or has the potential to affect a child, right? That whole constant reference of your parents as grandparents but what he also says is that he didn't have that full life with them because dad died when he was much younger and there of course there we know issues around health concerns as as we grow older Mm. oh no i felt that that uh, message from Cade, and i think you know it is so important to acknowledge of the you know some of those challenges and specifically the pain that comes with it because children can be also really really mean um, in it being, you know, the, you dropped off at school and yeah. they say, oh my goodness, is that your, you know, your grandparent meanwhile. Mm-hmm. It does have those psychological effects on the child. And it is also about, you know, you can't change it when it's there, but just getting the support that you need in order for you to be able to, to navigate in a way that's different in your family to say, how is this affecting us? And just being open about it so that it's not something that is not spoken about you know, because a lot of what causes the suffering for children who are exposed to such situations is that it's like a taboo thing. You don't mention it. So then children end up suffering alone about it and being teased and crying and never, and with something that is in the home embraced and spoken about openly, they become so much more confident in standing up for themselves when things like that do happen. Mm. Do you think that there should be some work done? Like, like if, if the parent is older, I um, mean, uh, you know, they, they're parenting when they're much older. Like, is there work that needs to be done by both the parent and the child, maybe therapy sessions, or is it just a matter of just navigate it and, and see how it goes? Yeah, I think prevention is always better um, in, a, in a way that, like, not leaving everything to chance, but, but by being truly intentional about it. If it's something that is causing um, 
you know, issues or something that is a concern to the child that they're able to go home and say, this is it. And the parents as well, welcoming it and saying, okay, this is what makes our family different. And how could we not run away from confronting it? But how could we do it in such a way that you feel, um, you know, not a sense of neglect, but it's something that you can, it's your story, that you can own it. It doesn't belong to somebody else, but it's it's ours. It's what makes our family unique. And whether you get, you know, when you do get teased about it, you own it and say yes, and you're proud of it because it's what makes your family different. Because if it's, you know, something that is so taboo, it does start to, it does affect um, you know, the, the, the child who's experiencing it because of the bullying that comes with it, the anxiety that it causes that um, I might not have as much time with my parents mm. and face those those fears, whether you're going to get yourself a therapist or a coach to work with your family in navigating the dynamic yeah. that makes your family different. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, th- what we often see is that as children, we end up parenting our parents and, and that on its own, it, it's another thing. Um, and you can imagine how maybe when the parents are starting to get ill, I mean, you have to start that parenting as a child at, at a much younger age. Uh, that can really be a lot. We're going to take the latest in eyewitness news headlines now at 11.30, um, after which I'm going to go to your calls, 011-883-0702. I see your WhatsApp voice notes as well, um, your text messages as well. We'll read some of them. If you've got questions for Nozipo Bata, the parenting coach, you're welcome to ask them too. It's exactly 11 30. 702. Family Matters. Let's go to your calls now on 011 How are you navigating being a parent uh, to a child and you are much older? And if you were parented uh, by older parents, I'd like to hear how that had an impact um, on your life. Makosonke in Jabulani, you calling from Soweto. Good morning. Good morning, Clement. How are you? Shab Zero, how's it? Good, man. Um, look, I just want to say that I became a father when I was 22, mm. and I concur with you and uh, as you are just engaging right now, uh, that that was not a good idea. Um, uh, what, I, what One thing I've, I've realized is that um, um, idle mind of children created breeding ground for behavioral disorder. So the thing is, I didn't have a plan for that when I look at the situation right now. So what I am learning is that Firstly, right now, if when I when I have children, then I need to make sure that I establish what they like, and 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 start um, researching around the, the the activities that will be healthy for 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 for, for their well-being, um, and 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 making sure that at the end of the day, um, I'm 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 intentional in, in in what I do. You understand? And make sure that also that in like in the home, the environment is also healthy. You know, and one thing I've also realizing is that you need to keep your, your children busy with good activities, dude. If you don't do that, then you are having a situation whereby their minds are idling. And when they're idling, then that's when they, 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 the breathing ground for, for behavioral disorder is now created. So for me, I would say when you are young, I, I think avoid being a parent because uh, really I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and mm-hmm. I know better now, you know, which... My the, the children, the, uh, my son, didn't have the benefits that my children would have. Yeah. That when I become a parent, thank you. Yeah. No, Makosanke, thanks for sharing that with us, Mpo. Um, you are calling from Joburg. Hi. Hello, Mpo. Oh, hi, hi, Clement. Hey. Yes. Um, 
So I had a I had a child. I have two boys. Mm-hmm. One is fifteen. The other is two. Mm-hmm. And I had my fifteen year old when I was twenty eight, and the two year old when I was forty. He's almost three um, in, in in October. Yeah. I realize now that um, I was a better parent in I'm a better parent now in my forties than I was in my late twenties. Um, my fifteen year old learned to challenge me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, they they reason out. You can't say no to them without giving a reason. Um, he he's learned to challenge me to to have me reason out my no's to him. If I say no for, for something, I must give a reason why. Mm. And I can't just say uh, it's a no because manifesto or it's a no because mom and dad don't agree. You know, and he he would always say, "Mom, just because you and dad are parents does not mean you are right." Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> it is and, young ones. Yes, and and I realized that um, I mean, learning from him has made me a better yeah. parent to his baby brother. And and I I literally raised him exactly as I was raised. I was raised by my grandmother. Mm. Uh, my my mother was working in Joburg. You know. So my grandmother was a discipline, disciplinarian. That's who I became. Um, my son wasn't allowed a lot of things um, in the home, no matter what daddy says. You know, mm. if I said no, that's it. Mommy's no is no. And I now listen to him more. I'm much more gentler to both of them. And I, I always hope and pray that he notices the change because I'm trying to be very deliberate about yes, it. Yes, yes. You know, um, and I hope he doesn't think we letting the young one get away with it, the mm. little one get away with it, and he wasn't allowed. I'm hoping he doesn't remember all the notes he got <laughs> up to an age where yes. he, he now fought back for himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And honestly, I if if I had an opportunity to re- oh, do it over again, I would definitely have them both in my 40s. In your 40s. I'm much calmer. Yes, I'm yeah. much calmer. I listen to them more. I allow them a little more liberty yeah. than, than I did before. Um, you know, he wasn't allowed uh, um, to do the things I wasn't allowed to do. Yeah. So he couldn't have friends. He couldn't go away with friends. He couldn't do a lot of things. And eventually I realized, I actually don't have reasons why I'm saying no to him. I'm saying no because... That's what I was taught, that mm, you don't need friends, mm. you have siblings in the home. Oh, you know that's fascinating, I mean? Paul. I mean, imagine if we now when you were being raised back then by, by your grandmother, you said to grandmother, yeah, just because you are older doesn't mean you're right. <laughs> you get ah, a hiding for I your life. <laughs> yeah, and now you are so aware as a much uh, older, mature parent, and you're able to say, listen, um, I hear you. And I guess that's some of the benefits that come with it. Uh, Nozipo, let's, let's pick up. Thank you for that call, Lumen Jobek. Uh, Nozipo, Mpo raises something that makes me think about the tension, the potential tension that may exist between the siblings. Because um, Nozipo says, I had uh, the older child and I was more strict with him. And then now there's a younger one, more relaxed because we are a lot calmer as parents. And I wonder for children who are just observing, just as a firstborn and you're observing how this young one is being raised is there potential there for tension um and jealousy and and hatreds of sort among siblings mm, that is the potential of the sibling rivalry mm-hmm. where it's like uh parents are so much more lenient towards you than they were <laughs> towards me you know that's mm. that's a re- it's real and what my my take on it is for the parents to be 
open and exactly like, I mean, Paul is so open to, from what I hear to, to learning and hearing, you know, more from what his son and just being open in the home and saying, you know, when I was younger and I had you, my worldview was completely different so that the child doesn't internalize it and think that you, I'm not saying it's the case, but like in their world, it's like, oh, you don't like me. You like him more because you're more yeah. lenient. But to just say where you're coming from and, and children are so, they're so smart. Eh? And say mm. when I was younger, I was so much more strict and exactly like how she's explained it to say, I was doing it the way it was done to me. And I realized, you know what, as I got older, that it's not the way I want to do it differently. And that's mm. why I'm doing it differently now. Exactly. Understand. Mm. Yeah. Hi, this is Mandy in Rudaput. I want to know why this is all about the negative. Those friends of mine who have parented at an older age have seen positive benefits in being more patient, more willing to listen, more understanding, more willing to let go of the past because they've learned things. They're not just plunging into into adulthood and parenthood with only their parents example there is a positive side to parenting as an older person yeah no absolutely and that's what we've been reflecting i think this uh, voice note probably came in much earlier uh, but we have been reflecting on the positive sides of parenting when you are much older. Let me read some of the messages coming through. One says, Clement, I would imagine having older parents back in the 80s, 90s would be 100% different to now. I agree with the caller that these are different times. No, absolutely. Uh, the times that we're living in now are also influencing our parenting styles. Another message says, I was born with my father when my father was 40 and mom was 35. Now he's 84, but I... I panic a lot when he's sick, although I am 44. I don't think I'm ready to let go. Uh, that's another listener there. And then D says, hi, Clement and, and Nozipo. Um, I had my first child at 38 and my second at 42. They're now 11 and 7 and I enjoy every bit of them. Their dad is absent uh, for as long as they've lived. We talk about anything, everything, but at their level. But their hand has to be firmer. But the hand has to be firmer sometimes. That's D. Another message here. Hi, I had my first child at 31. I'm 39 now, expecting my second. I was born uh, 10 years after my parents' first child being born disabled. My parents helped me realize that it's essential to parent with intention. So you have to read and understand. And that's why... I've been psychologically in a good place and I'm passing that down uh, to my own children. How much work, Nozipo, do you think we do or we're supposed to do before we even have children? We, we often talk about family planning, but I imagine part of that must be, are you ready, right? Like reflecting on whether you are self-aware, like reflecting on whether, and not just financially and in terms of time, but psychologically, are you ready to raise another human being? How much time do we give to just reflecting on that before we make that decision? Mm, I think we could spend a lot more time on it um, because most often we start reflecting when the child is here. Mm. Like, Ooh, how do I do this now? And I think more and more people who are younger are spending the time to think about it. Like you were saying earlier, like, you know, when you're 35, you're going to feel a lot more ready. And also having that conversation with your partner who's going to be your co-parent and understanding what their philosophy is around parenting as well, as opposed to having it when, when the time is, you know, when the child has arrived. And also I think there's a lot of work 
of work that needs to be done also at a psychological point of view so that, yes, you can't fully prepare 100% because nobody can be perfect, but just um, working through your own psychological stuff and just dealing with your own childhood wounds and seeing how you can work through and how you show up, how the way that you are parented is impacting the way that you, you know, you you show up as an adult mm. and it can only serve you as a parent. Mm. Mavusana, you're calling from Alex. Hi. Hi, Clement. Uh, I'd like to say that I, re- I noticed the difference when I was in school mm. between the rest of us and the two children that were born to much older parents. Yeah. They were, yeah, they, they, they performed better at school. They got much better marks. And they were, they wouldn't bounce off the walls like the rest of us did in class. You know, they were cool and calm and uh, yeah so i think there are definitely benefits or advantages of having children in your much mm. your old years but i've also noticed some friends of mine who had children just after high school some of them in high school mm. and mm. now the child is in their 40s early 40s and the child is in their 20s and they best of friends you know you can go play golf with them you mm. can go drinking with them and the other nice thing about it is you can tell them they can't drink a lot or they can't drink at all because they're going to be driving you home. Mm. You'll be drunk. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so, and and that needs a very... Yeah, that needs a very serious balancing act, uh, Mavusana, because yes, you want to still be, you want to be besties with your child, but yeah, there must still be a line that is drawn, you know? You, you could always pull that card here when I'm going to And then we thought, ah, I'm fit. We're having a beer together yesterday. What's up? Thanks, Mabusana, for a call in, in Alex. I'll get Nosipo. I'll give Nosipo an opportunity to respond to that after the break. 702 Family Matters. It's eight minutes before 12 o'clock. I'll go to some of your WhatsApp voice notes shortly. Nosipo, um, any reflections on. The call that we got from Mavusana. <laughs> yeah, no, it's also a reality um, of things that do happen. And I think what's the most important is when those lines become blur between the parents and the child. Yes, it's possible to have a relationship where both people are honored. Mm. But, you know, when it becomes an issue, when the one is not willing to step up to be the leader, those lines are blurred. Um, and then the parent then struggles to set boundaries even though when, you know, things do start to happen, then the parents will then maybe choose to keep quiet and stay passive and not allowing, you know, to set a space to set those boundaries because then nobody's taking you seriously as the parents. Mm-hmm. And I think, and then it also holds a lot back. And then now you're fearing like, oh, we were there, you know, drinking, having fun together. And now I must discipline the very same person. How do I do it? Because now you're like on equal footing, mm-hmm. which becomes a bit of a... A challenge. Yeah, let's uh, go through some of yeah. the messages. Hi, Clement and Nozipo. I am 61. I used to be very strict with my kids. Now I am more calmer. Uh, whether you come late or you don't come back home, so be it. That's Lerato in Jovek. Shoo, Lerato is 61 and says, yeah, if you come home late, it's your business. Uh, he's And she's saying she's a lot more calmer now. Another message says, I'm also an older parent and still really... Um, and I, I really fear dying uh, before my children are mature. Uh, that's another listener. It's not telling us how old they are, uh, but says they are old, an older parent, and they're fearing that they may leave much earlier. Uh, Sharon says, good morning. 
the upbringing of firstborn at the young age is very difficult and you often treat them uh, and you often beat them. But when you raise your kids at the, at the late age, there's a huge difference. I got 25 years, um, I've got a 25 year old daughter and a 13 year old. Uh, the upbringing is totally different technology wise. It also forces us uh, to change. So again, raising the issue that also uh, raised around now, just the times as well that we're living in, it's making it, yeah, the, the influences really are there in, in, in the way that, that we are parenting. Any tips, uh, Nozipo, on the parents that are parenting at this, at, at this older age? Ah, uh, the the Clements, the tip I can give to parents uh, parenting at an older age is to not allow your age to be a stumbling block in any way on anything and use it as an excuse or not an excuse for something. It is more always about your willingness to be open and you know know what's happening in the world out there that you're bringing your kids. Uh, in and I don't think ESH does have a, a, a place in 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 the world, but not to allow age to be to get in the way of being the kind of parent you want to be, mm. and also being you know being open to learning and seeing what's out there, what's happening, and what kind of parenting method aligns with you and the ch- type of child you want to bring up. Be intentional about the way you want to raise your children as well, and not just. See and say how we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Set those boundaries, set those family values in your home, and then every day wake up and say, you know what, today I'm going to show up for my children because. Yes, I may be 60, I'm 50, I'm 30, but I'm going to show up the best way that I can. Oh, that's that's incredible yeah. uh, advice. Thank you so much for making time. Uh, Nozi Pombata is a parenting coach. Uh, thank you. I really appreciate it. It's four minutes before 12.